Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Just a note, this podcast occasionally contains strong language and ambient sirens. You're listening to City of Ghosts, an audio series presented by Storytellers, Inc., created by Karina Green and Ryan Patch. You know, Talia was always the golden child growing up. The one who aced every test, got labeled most likely to succeed in every yearbook, an unstoppable object. Not even our parents' deaths could really slow her down. Sometimes she felt like a hurricane, storm clouds on the horizon, waiting to sweep away your life and replace it with something new. I was the kid slumped at the back of the class who put in just enough effort to scrape by. I made our parents sigh whenever they got their report cards. I climbed down the fire escape to explore after dark, even though I knew it wasn't safe. I didn't want Talia's perfection. I knew, after everything happened, and I shattered, that the picture she would rearrange my pieces into wouldn't look like me anymore, but the sister that Talia wanted. The perfect little sister cared about the same things, who didn't have so many jagged edges. <sighs> I ran from her for so long, years. She never gave up on me, and I'm grateful for that, really. But I wish she could give us both room to breathe. I wish we were more similar people, able to find common ground. But it's never been that way between us. Talia runs too fast, too far ahead. Still an unstoppable object, unwilling to yield for anything. I've stopped trying to keep up. Sorry, train was late. Of course you wrote the train. Come on. Ah, Miss Rifkin. This must be the junior Miss Rifkin. Thank you, George. Yes, she has decided to grace us with her presence. Have a good evening, ladies. Wow, fancy doorman. Already knows me. Well, I told him all about you because you were late. Only the bad stuff, I hope. Well, you were ten minutes late. I run out of the good after a while. They did not spare an expense on this lobby, I'll tell you that. 
Are you going to be like this all night? Because you're not going to get what you need from the senator if every other sentence makes fun of the luxury he is ensconced in. I'm just getting it out now. Well, you better, because they are ensconced. Oh my god. Is there a little man inside the elevator with white gloves? <clears throat> oh my god, there is. This is gonna be amazing. Shh. And it's so great to finally meet you, Eleanor. I was led to believe the society parties weren't exactly your scene. Well, But obviously uh, you clean up very nice. This is Talia's influence, I presume? Actually, it's- Well, we're sisters, Miss Chapman. Always helping one another out. Hmm. What is family for? Right. Well, I've got to go play hostess. The conversation won't lubricate itself. Hmm. Oh, Eleanor, make sure that you try some of the salmon tartare. It was flown in this morning. Hmm. Will do. Wow, she is something else, isn't she? Yeah, it's an acquired taste. I need to find James for you to meet, as well as Mr. Chapman. Oh, there's DeStefano. He just walked in. Oh my god, can you give it a rest for a minute while we meet my fiancé? Do you know where the senator's gonna sit? I will tell you after you come meet James. I'm going to meet your fiancé, Talia. I'm just working out how this evening is gonna go. <sighs> because I am such a great sister, I got you sat at his table, not next to him, as you wouldn't get him to spill whatever it is you need in front of the whole table, but near enough for you to catch his eye. Oh, and just so you know, you will be expected to talk with the person on one side of you for the soup and salad and then switch to the other side during the entree. And what happens if the first person is boring? Well, then you're out of luck, because the second person will still be talking to the person on their other side. <laughs> Wow. So what you are aiming for is to be interesting enough that you can approach him afterward when you can speak in private and he's had, you know, a bit of drink. I wish you had higher expectations for me. What do you mean? I'm not going to approach him. Hello, ladies. Please excuse the reach. Here are your entrees. Well, I'm going to catch up with Tony over here now. It's been great speaking with you, Eleanor. And good luck with your, um, horse races. Oh, Tony. <sighs> oh, yes. All right, I just gotta get through a couple more questions. Okay, let me guess. Huh? You're in law school. Your father's a big shot attorney, and he said, no, this would be a good experience for you. None of those, actually. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just used to setting my expectations low at fancy things. You have no idea how many law students I've had to muddle through conversations with. You're already a breath of fresh air. I'm Diana. Did I hear Eleanor? L, actually. So, L, what are your low expectations for me? What? What is the most boring thing I could be? A corrupt politician. Oof, well. <laughs> Tell me this, is a non-corrupt politician more or less boring? Is a unicorn more interesting than a horse? <laughs> well, I am trying my best to grow a horn. I'm a city council person out in Queens. Queens? James is on my staff. He invited his boss out of obligation. And I'm sorry I overheard, but you've only been out there for the horse racing? Oh, that... That's not really true. It's a long story. Maybe you can tell me sometime. 
I'm... Maybe. Although, I should warn you, I'm not really the type of person that a city councilwoman should be... meeting. Well, that makes me even more interested to hear the story. What's proper for a city councilwoman to sign? You seem like an interesting person, Elle. And I always like getting to know interesting people. Here's my card if, you know, you find some time. God, not now. There you are. Oh, my God. You scared me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, were you looking for me? Yeah, since oh. dessert, I thought you might have scampered off. Greg <laughs> Stefano. Oh, I'm Eleanor. Wow, I, I can't believe you can see all the way across the park into New Jersey. Yeah, and you can see the George Washington Bridge right there. Oh, is that what mm. that is? Mm -hmm. it's, it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I couldn't help but overhear you at dinner. You're a regular an aqueduct? You were eavesdropping? Yes, I am. The track is a bad habit. Oh, it's mine too. I make it out there every once in a while, yeah. <laughs> and you said you'd get lucky, huh? Well... Mm -hmm. Well, you got a tip? My cousin works for the racetrack. Something with the numbers. I don't know what, but he, he tells me when he's got a sure thing. Oh, really? Yeah, and this weekend they've got some horse on a new cocktail of drugs from China, supposed to make him think he's Pegasus. <laughs> Are you a better? Isn't that frowned upon if you're in politics, right? No, it makes me more relatable. Voters see me in the stands, they love it. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, they know that you're looking out for them because you're just like them. You're their guy has a lot that they will forgive at that point. <laughs> their guy to do what? Yeah, stick up for them, protect them, their way of life. And you can do all that? That's why they elect me. Do they know you hobnob at high society dinner parties on the Upper East Side? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe not, but uh, I'm working for them here too. By drinking cognac? Oh, by making connections. Look, I mean look at all the power in this apartment. These are the people who can make change in this city, and if they're on my side, I can get even more done. Don't you just, like, vote yes or no on laws? <laughs> There's a lot more to this game than that, my dear. Like I said, it's all about connections. Really? Well, all right. Okay. Uh, look, uh, take our host, William Chapman, for example. He works with Locklear Development, big mm. client of his. Well, they want to build things in my district and may need some help. So I come to these parties, I chat with Chapman, I make sure everything's running nicely, bada bang, bada boom, easy. Wow. A big real estate development company needs your help? 
Wow. Now, I make sure that their plans move through the Board of Estimates, while others do not. That's very nice of you. God, <laughs> don't give this out for free, you know. They consult me, you know, on, on what they can build. And... What do you mean, what they can build? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a big difference between putting up a big box store or something versus a bunch of affordable housing in my mm. neighborhood, in my district. Is there? Yeah, one brings in tax revenue, and the other brings a lot of, you know, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, and <clears> look, <throat> I am not racist or anything. On the record, those people are a vibrant part of New York City, but if you ask me if I'd like to dilute the Italian majority in my district, has put me in office for the last 15 years. I mean, what do you expect? Huh? So Locklear doesn't propose affordable housing? And for that, they get approvals. Is this not illegal? <laughs> oh, come on. What? <laughs> get out of here. I mean, I'm representing the people of my district, right? Their interests, their wants. I'm their guy, right? <laughs> Right, of course. What? That your cousin told you about. Who is the tip? Oh, right. Thunder Gulch. Thunder Gulch? Yeah. Um, hey, hey, I'm gonna go freshen up my drink. Um, it's been lovely talking to you, Mr. DiStefano. Yes, yes. Oh, you're not leaving, are you? I'm sorry, I, I don't feel well. But, El, you... Is this the elusive Eleanor Rivkin? I'd heard you were here, but in that dress, you blended in with the rest of the Upper East Side. I've heard so much about Thank you. Thank you, but I, I really have to go. Stop it! El? Eleanor? I have to go. You're a fake. Shit. I'm never gonna be able to talk to Talia again. Yeah, well, I did it, buddy. Full confession. Maybe I can charge our friend John double for this or something, as I'll never get another cent from Tal. You're not going to the press? Shit! Couldn't you just, like, make the lights flicker or something? So let me know when you're around? I do not know how to do that, but don't dodge my question. This is for a job. Why would I go to the press? Because it's the right thing to do. For who? My whole job is digging up dirt on someone to hand to someone else. I'm not a white knight. I don't do crusades. This is different than an affair or some other petty thing. Thousands of people were evicted from buildings on that land. Well, this will come out eventually. My client will just want to release it at the right time. Oh, yes. The right time. If I blab to the press, I won't get paid. And I could damage my reputation. If potential clients know that I can't be discreet, You're a coward. I, I, excuse me? You are a coward. <sighs> Sitting here worried about money like it's the only thing that matters. That is not fair. This building is old, yes? 
The ceiling leaks. I have a hole in the baseboard over there. I... The living room window doesn't open all the way, but what are you it's ta- still your home. Yeah, but, but if what someone if I... comes along tomorrow and tells you this building is going to be torn down to okay, make way for some new there, steel not... tower, you'll be too the... poor to live in. Uh, okay. What if someone sets it on fucking fire? Wouldn't you want justice? Wouldn't you want those people to pay for that? Yeah. For throwing you out like garbage? I'm... This is bigger than a job. There are stories that are worth more than cash. I died for one. Yeah, you're right. You died. What good does sticking your neck out do, especially in this city? I look out for myself first, because no one else is going to do it. At least I died with integrity, knowing that I was doing the right thing. But you would rather live your life in fear, closed off from everyone else? Just you and your cat and the ghost in this rundown apartment? What kind of life is that? Don't you want to fight for something? Yeah, fine. Judge me all you want, but it is not about me. If I lose my reputation, there's a chance I won't be able to investigate your death anymore You're either. not a hero that needs to save me, Elle. I'm already dead. But you deserve justice. I believe that. How about we compromise, okay? I can send it to my ex. She works for the Southern District, and they're already building a case against Stefano. That would help more, right, than, than just sending it to the press? And then my employer hopefully doesn't find out, and my reputation stays intact. Fine. It's just... This case, El, this senator and the land and the flat iron fire, all of it is bigger than you or me or a paycheck. Don't forget that. I I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. 
but we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Am I calling at a bad time? No, I'm just watering my plants. At 1 a.m.? I told you I don't sleep. Time really has no meaning. What's up? I got the dirt on the Stefano, and I'm gonna leak it to the Southern District. Really? Yeah. I got a probably deserved verbal thrashing from Sahar about how this is bigger than my usual stuff. I'd be selfish to sit on it. Hey, look at you turning a new leaf. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Was there something else? Have you ever gotten help for the agoraphobia? Sorry if that's too personal. You don't have yeah. to... I mean, I, I tried. Never had a lot of resources. Couldn't afford one of those fancy psychiatrists. Have you seen how much they charge? But I, I've made some progress. I can walk all the way to the grocery store up the street and stay there for a whole 15 minutes. Which, let me tell you, is a feat. It's just hard. I mean, you know, you, you try to live with these things, make them work for you. Yeah. Someday I'll just tip over into theft and become Robin Hood. Rob all these people we have dirt on and use it to pay for meds and all that. I mean, that's my game plan anyway. I've heard worse. We just gotta survive this case first. Yeah. I'll let you know when I get the audio back. Take care of yourself. You too. Ah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, I'm representing the people of my district, right? Their interests, their wants. I'm their guy, right? And that's the end. How can I get this audio? It's going to be a big file, like 100 megabytes. I'm going to have to burn it onto a CD. That's fine. Would you do me another favor? 
These are kind of stacking up, you know. I know, but this is just sticking something in the mail. The disc in the mail, I'm presuming. Yeah, a second copy. Send it here. Jessica Rodriguez, Southern District of New York. Okay, but I'm adding courier costs to my bill. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Is this the girl you dumped me for? Her name was Jess, wasn't Not it? Not relevant. Is this some sort of really weird lover's game? No. It's a job, I swear. And Jess and I are not together anymore. Things didn't work out. Oh. Why? You want me to give you more ammunition? No, I'm just... I'm curious. For the same reason that we didn't work out, Max. She wants stability, and I'm starting to think that's impossible for me. Can you just make sure it gets to her? And she can't know it came from me. Yeah, I'll do it. You were right about Locklear and Delancey. You might propose another mixed-use development. I think you'll have an easier time. Yeah, I'm not going to bother saying I told you so. Yet you just did. <laughs> and what about the LLC that owns the burned building? Did you find anything? Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. We're still pursuing leads. I was right again, wasn't I? It's registered in Delaware with no owners listed. Only public address on file is a P.O. box in Wilmington. I'm afraid you're stuck then. Well, if the P.O. box is just a registration location, what if other shell companies owned by the same people are registered there? And how would you know they're related if all you have is an address? It's a place to start. Aren't there any more pressing leads that could be followed? Unfortunately, this is all we've got for now. So if it takes looking at every single company sharing that address, then I'll do it. I suppose this is why I hired you. To do the work I don't want to. I just hope you're not chasing phantoms. You never know when phantoms are going to be useful, Masood. Damn, there really are a lot of LLCs registered at this address. You found 27? And more than likely, none of them will have any officers or information listed. I don't know what else to do but go through them, though. Are you honestly going to call the Delaware Department of Corporations again and ask them to look up 27 LLCs? They might hang up on you. Then I'll just call them back and tell Wait. them... Wait. Oh, shit. No, turn on the news. What? The news. Turn on your TV. There's a report about our senator friend. What? Paulson is now facing federal corruption charges. The FBI took the powerful Democrat into custody today. Shit. I'll call you back. Wait. Ms. Rifkin, please tell me you didn't have anything to do with this. To do with what? The arrest of a certain state senator that is currently dominating every news station in the city. I delivered the information you requested. You didn't hire me to prevent an arrest. You had to have known that the Southern District was building its own case. These rumors have been swirling around for years. Please don't take me for a fool, Ms. Rifkin. I find it suspicious an arrest is suddenly made not long after we hire you to find evidence substantiating these rumors. I did the work. I sent you the disc. A product is only worth what someone will pay for it. And now this information is worth nothing. And that's what you'll be paid. You can't- I'll also make sure our partners are aware you're not nearly as trustworthy as advertised. I told you this has nothing to do with me, I'm- Goodbye, Ms. Rifkin. Asshole! That... Hey, you did the right thing. <sighs> Fortunately, you can't pay your bills with the right thing. Federal courthouse later this afternoon. 
The U.S. Attorney for the Southern District, Patrick O'Shea, unsealed the indictment that spelled out five counts of corruption charges and one count of wire fraud. Hello? James, thank you for coming. I was already in the car home with Talia. We just redirected it here. Talia's here? Uh, yeah, she's right, um... Hello, William. Is everyone all right? Yes. Yes, it's, it's not anything like that, Talia. Um, do you want to wait in the kitchen? What's going on? We just have some family business to attend to. There's some shifting circumstances that we have to address. Is James involved? Yes, James is very much involved. Um, I mean... James. Yes, dear? Well... If this involves James, then it involves me too, Mr. Chapman. Follow me. serving them better. Attorney Turn General off the Alex Fry's office was not immediately available for comment. Hello, James. Talia? You two remember Richard Ward? Of course. Nice to see you again. I know Richard's job has likely never been clear to you, James, but that is by design. Don't you work for Locklear CEO? In name. An idea we don't correct if we don't have to, but I help the company take care of things that they don't want to take care of. Know things that they can't know. He helps with the stickier implementation for much of our work with Locklear. And that involves having his ear to the ground in Albany. Robert DeStefano's centurial administration is imploding. He'll fight these charges, but it's going to be messy, long, and he's not going to come out clean. You will be called upon to support him. You must not. No, I thought he was a family friend and an important business contact. Talia, please, just listen. He was, but he is no longer useful to your family. A fast, clean downfall as far away from the Chapmans is the best you could hope for. Because it's your time, James. What? My time. To run, son. What? What? For, for this state senate seat? It's your district, James. Hold, hold on, James. Honey, I, this isn't what we talked about. Well, uh, it's sort you know, of... You said someday you might want to run for something. I... <laughs> Is that what he told you, Talia? Dad, this was 10, 15 years down the road. Well, the seat is going to open up now. Do you want to gamble that whoever wins will conveniently decide to retire in six years so you can run when you're the perfect 41 years old? What if the new elect stays for 20 years, 30, 40? He could die of old age in that seat. This has always been the plan, James. Run when the seat opened. We didn't think it would happen like this, but it did, and it's time to make a move. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Chapman, but James and I wanted to get married. I wanted to build a career, my nonprofit, a, a, a family in you these You will have those opportunities, Talia. I promise. Think of how much good you can do, the connections you can make, the power that you and your husband can have as a state this senator. This isn't just the best for James. It's the best for our family, and that includes you. Is this really what you want, James? It is. 
Hmm. Well, okay then. Good. What do we have to do? Good. Oh my God. Oh, it's wonderful. Good. I'm just oh, going to keep saying it. Sorry. It's good you're on board for this, dear. <laughs> this means a lot to James. Primarily, I think we should talk about how we can leverage the wedding to help with this run. Leverage the wedding? Yes, you see, there are some additional people who we could invite, maybe who aren't as close to the family, but are important to the New York Democratic politics. Leverage as the wedding. Today's episode of City of Ghosts was written by Karina Green and Ryan Patch and produced by Joanne Vo and Ryan Patch. Sound was mixed by Rick Rush and the Odd House Audio team. Casting was done by Daryl Eisenberg and Ali Beans at Eisenberg Beans Casting. For a full cast and crew list, please visit us online at cityofghostspodcast.com. And I'm your director, Ryan Patch, asking you to connect with us on social and subscribe so we can see you next time here on City of Ghosts. Have you ever watched a futuristic sci-fi movie and wondered, but wait, could any of this really happen? And will I live long enough to see it? That's what our show Hypothetical is about. I'm Carrie Bechet, and on this podcast, we ask what-if questions about the future. Like, what if we could read minds? What if the world's digital data was erased all at once? What would happen if the Yellowstone supervolcano erupted? Then we explore that question two ways, through speculative science fiction and through dialogue with brilliant scientists. The result is a genre-bending narrative that's interwoven with real facts provided by literal geniuses. And, spoiler alert, a lot of the science fiction out there, it's not nearly as far-fetched as you might think. Come time travel with me into the future on Hypothetical. New episodes on Tuesdays available on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search Hypothetical. That's H Y P E R T H E T I C A L.